listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday, the 23rd of July 2021. The Australian share market hit a record high today. That's despite those growing COVID cases locally. The S&P ASX 200 up 0.1%, 7,394. Health and tech stocks led the gains. And for more, I spoke earlier with Carl Kapalinga from Think Markets. It's worth considering that markets look forward, not backwards, and investors are factoring in you know, future earnings, which they are hoping, uh, and that's the that's the big word they're hoping hoping will improve uh, once lockdowns uh, come to an end, which uh, markets are confident that that you know that this is we will eventually get a handle on the situation. The other upside, I think, from the lockdowns, it is spurring uh, vaccinations, and uh, the, the market wants to see us get close to this uh, this idea of herd immunity, which is expected to occur around that 60 to 70% vaccination rate. Uh, many investors would suggest then that the governments are going to change the way uh, they handle uh, COVID flare-ups and, and move away from this lockdown uh, sort of uh, mechanism. Uh, and that ultimately will be good for company earnings and for uh, Australian economic growth down the track. So markets are looking further down the track than what's happening right now. Given the restrictions that we are seeing, though, are we seeing a shift to growth assets rather than value and, you know, those that would have benefited from a reopening economy, which was what we were told uh, to keep an eye on towards the beginning of the year. Yeah, lots going on in that space as well. Uh, This idea of uh, what's going to do better growth uh, style stocks or value style stocks, and much of that is 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 probably uh, beholden to the move in in the long term bond markets. And uh, over the last few weeks, we've seen uh, bond yields, long term bond yields, fall significantly, and that has uh, bolstered the case for uh, certainly growth stocks over value stocks. Growth stocks are typically stocks with higher PE ratios, so you're paying more for those earnings. So those earnings tend to be skewed into the distant future. When those long term rates come down, uh, investors tend to discount those. Uh, long-dated returns at a, at a lower rate, and therefore valuations of those companies tend to rise faster than, than other companies. So they certainly do have an advantage at this point in time. I wouldn't count out um, the re- reopening trade. I think, as, as I said before, I think we will get uh, past this current phase of lockdowns and, and markets will be in a better, uh, I guess the economy will, will be in a better state on the other side of this down the track. So uh, we could, Ricardo, and we said earlier that uh, those share market doing very well right now, we could find ourselves in a situation where, um, you know, more broadly speaking, the Australian market uh, is benefiting. So growth and value stocks moving up at the same time. That would be nice. Speaking of benefiting, we've seen a bit of a bounce back on the Australian dollar. It did touch below 73 US a few days ago. Where now? Why? Yeah, look, the Australian dollar is certainly struggling at the moment. Uh, we talked about uh, these falling uh, Australian bond yields. Australian bond yields have fallen faster than their US counterparts. And that means that in, uh, you know, currency holders are getting a lower return on a relative basis on their Australian um, investments, uh, potentially then on the US investments. So typically, you know, currency investors, they like that carry, they call it the carry trade. Um, with that uh, now looking less attractive on the Australian dollar, the Australian dollar is struggling. We've also seen some weakness in iron ore prices this week. Um, oil prices are down, copper prices prices are pulling back. Uh, so these are all uh, short-term, probably even to medium-term drags on the Australian dollar. It has bounced a little bit, uh, but the long-term trend is still very much the downside. Personally, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Australian dollar tra- trading in the low 70s, uh, probably over the next month or two, even as some of those trends continue. 
And finally, Bitcoin. I mean, it's been on a downward trajectory for a, for a part for the past few months. Um, even though it's at a one-week high right now, it's still down 50% from its April peak. What yeah. are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, well, Bitcoin was looking very shaky at the start of the week, Ricardo. It uh, broke below that psychological 30,000 support level. Fortunately for Bitcoin, uh, at the uh, B Word conference, now this is uh, where uh, the Twitter founder, uh, Jack Dorsey, um, ARK Invest uh, fund manager, Kathy Wood, and uh, Tesla CEO, Elon Musk, uh, came together to discuss, to have the quote-unquote talk about Bitcoin. Uh, and in the 24-hour period, just before and just after that chat, Bitcoin uh, rallied uh, back over that 30,000 mark, trading around about the 32,000 mark. Incidentally, if you look at the broader crypto space, we saw about $200 billion worth of market capitalization stacked back on um, after that, after that uh, discussion. So, um, in the short term, we are getting some positives coming through from that. It could spur some uh, short covering from some of the hedge funds that were betting on a move down to 20000 It may get some of those retail investors coming back in on that fear of missing out. Um, I would suggest, though, that the, the longer-term trends are still in play here. They're still um, heading to the downside. I can't see a major long-term bottom in Bitcoin being set until we at least have one more big sell-off, and that could take us down to that 20000 level, in which case... Uh, we're telling clients that, that that would be a very opportune uh, place to buy. Carl Kapalinga there from uh, Think Markets. And uh, let's take a look at casino stocks because they were down across the board. Crown Resorts off by 2.2%. Star Entertainment down by 0.5%. Sky City down by 0.65%. It's uh, a merger between our biggest casino operators taken off the table. Star saying it's withdrawn its $12 billion tie-up proposal with Crown Resorts, claiming it's had little engagement with the company on the deal and that the issues raised at between Victoria's Royal Commission into Crown Melbourne have the potential to materially impact the value of Crown. Now, Crown says it remains willing to engage with the star in relation to a potential merger on terms acceptable to both companies. So what happens now? Here's Julia Lee from Berman Invest. It's a negative for Crown having an interested party walking away, but Star could still be the winner. If Crown does continue to have problems with its licence, whether it's owned by Crown or taken over by another party, Star is the front runner to be the operator of Crown's licence. Julia Lee there from Berman Invest. Don't forget you can listen to this stream as a podcast on the SBS radio app, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.